0: Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: Welcome to Barley and Me. This is episode 26. I'm your host, Ben Rice. We're here today at uh, River Rock Brewing in Galt, California. Our special guest today is Trisha Bowden and her husband, Tim Bowden. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate it. And also with us today is the owner of River Rock Brewing, uh, Mr. Ed Mason. Hi. Hi, Ed. Thanks for having us. I really appreciate it. No problem. We're here to discuss your new brewery and also your home brewing store had to have a name change after some controversy with the previous name of Special Ed's Brewing. How did that come about?
2: The name change or... or? Uh, all of it, really. Um, well, the name was first thought out from, of course, my name and a, a special little name my wife had, which she blurted out at a company function and then was carried on from a bunch of my friends who thought it was funnier than heck to say... Hey, they're special ed. Now we'll, and it carried on for 15 years. Still to this day. So that when I started coming up with uh, wanting to have a brewery, that's where they said, "Why don't you just name it Special Ed?" Okay, sounds good.
1: So, how long had you been brewing before you started to have the idea of having a brewery?
2: Actually, only about a year, maybe a year and a half, because um, there was I knew there was going to be a. A friend of mine i known that had a brewing store was moving on to bigger and better things, and the store was going to be gone. So I figured I'd I'd carry his torch and open up a store down here because I knew there was going to be a need.
1: For the home brewing store. So is your focus going to be more on that home brewing uh, sales side over the brewing portion?
2: For the start, but, you know, of course my passion is brewing. I've been fairly successful with it. People like my product. I, I think Tricia can. It was very good.
3: I came in for a sample mm-hmm. last week, I think it was. Yeah. I think Ed can tell you the name of it, but it had a very nice aroma and yeah. it tasted good.
4: Our passion is drinking.
2: So <laughs> it kind of fits <laughs> together actually. Yeah, <laughs> so so there you go.
1: There was some controversy over not just the name, but also some of your beer names and, and phrasing on that. Um,
2: I, Again, the, the beer names were never meant for p- the public. You know, they were a, a sick joke, if you will, between family members. At best, you know, uh, we, were, we thought we were just having fun in the immediate family. Um, think of it what you will. Bad taste, whatever. Um, how the pictures came out, I don't know. Okay. Uh, somebody said they were posted on my page. We couldn't find them when I had a computer person in here. We can't find them on my hard drive. Where they came from? Don't really know. Those were posted like probably a year ago, Fourth of July, and taken down immediately when we kind of re-looked at them, go, nah, that's not a good idea.
1: So those are kind of your home brews that you were kicking around at home.
2: Yeah, we were. We were just kind of thought we were having fun with it. There's a quick little label maker available online we just you know quickly Could I
3: interject here a Absolutely. little bit? Okay. Uh, the picture was posted on Ed's business page that he chose to create for his face, his business Facebook page. Right. That as far as I know cuz it bears your name, you created it and you're responsible for it. So it was posted on that page Whomever, I know my husband has full access to my Facebook as well yeah. as my daughter. If she wanted to, she could do the same because it's not secretive in my home. Right. So very well could be available to others in the home. Uh, so this is kind of, it might be taking us up a few steps further than you intended on, on where we're at on the questions. But again, I don't see the responsibility being taken that it's your page and no. it's what you did in your home. So what you're telling us, this is how we talk and speak in our home and party with our friends and families. But we didn't want you guys to know about it. Instead, I'd like to hear, and I hope that in your heart and your mind that you would be saying, I was wrong. I apologize. Shame on me. I'm not doing it again. And I hope and, others have learned. And
2: I was getting to that. Were you? But, but the thing was, at the time, at okay. the time, I see it different now, okay? Uh-huh. At the time, we thought it was haha. This is between us, no, mm-hmm. no big deal. Um, it's a big deal now. I, I get that. You know, it, it's it was
3: always a big deal, but apparently you were unaware of it.
2: Well, and that that's one way of putting it. And yeah, it's uh-huh. it's. I never. I don't think that way. I don't. I don't put that word to people, and I I know you because you're have your daughter and stuff i know you do and but i i don't correlate that word those words
3: to those people well that is the true definition of that word and that's what that word means and bringing it out into the the um the shortening version and right. talking like a teenager and how many you know kids right. out there that just use the word so flippant that's exactly what you did
4: mr barley Or is it Mr. Me? (laughs) Ben. Ben, okay. I want to interject something here. I think what we're hearing kind of play out with this conversation back and forth is really what's happening uh, and has happened over and over again, uh, maybe in our greater society, is that certain words become adopted a lot of times by younger people, and they take on a different meaning than they were originally intended to. Uh, But sometimes that... uh, the misuse, if you will of that of the words can be very hurtful for other people And that's when I think it is, is sometimes this type of interchange that happens or even this, this type of conflict that occurred with related to special Ed's brewery can actually have a really positive outcome because people can be educated as to the real impact of their words on other people. Yeah so I think there's a good lesson you know to be had here and frankly I think I think uh, you know in our discussions with Ed, I think he realize, realizes now, I believe that he realizes now, um, what an exceptionally poor marketing plan that <laughs> really was when it, it started yeah. out and, and how what a fail it would have been right from the beginning. Yeah. So hopefully there is a silver lining to, to some of this, and that's through education and a greater understanding of, of how our words can impact other people. Of course, every right in the world to say whatever you want about your business and call it whatever you want, no problem. Uh, you know, you, you have that right, and thank goodness you do, but along with that comes the realization that other people have the right to speak out against it. Yeah, That's what happened in this case, I think.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of the beautiful thing about what's happened here, is it has raised that cultural awareness, because there has been a, a sweeping movement towards cultural sensitivity over the years, which I think is an important part of understanding that there are differences, and you have to know what your words mean as you're saying them, and understand that these can affect people differently than you think that they will and kind of being able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes is becoming more and more important and just being a human being nowadays uh, so I think this is actually something that kind of is like the, n- the nice part about this story honestly is that it, it allows yeah. the conversation to take a more public thing yeah. right. uh, so that's awareness that's really
3: nice. yeah. education yeah and yeah.
2: again Trish I, I was just going back to that day okay you know it, it's not I just this is what we were thinking at that mm-hmm. time.
3: And you know, and even though I wasn't there with you when you were going through all that, just hearing it repeated got my blood going and I'm I, you know, I, and here I'm over it, but just hearing it and and the the shamefulness that was involved in all of that just really hurts my heart. And
4: that's the emotion that, that a lot of people that have mentally disabled people that are close to them, that they love. That's an emotion that that we go through really commonly because even though to you it's just a a word or even a funny word, um, to someone that has, (laughs) to somebody that's raised up a child and brought them through grammar school that's mentally disabled and has had the heartache of hearing the stories of the R word being used in the school, to someone like you that could be a word that doesn't have that much meaning, to someone like us it's a knife in our heart. And so... When we hear it used flippantly or inappropriately, then, I mean, we really have no choice but to speak out. Uh, hopefully some good has come from it. I think so. I have confidence.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. And unfortunately, there was one event that happened after it kind of made its rounds through the news channels. Uh, you were vandalized recently. Right. That was awful. That, which is, it's absolutely have the conversation, but you... Everybody knows you talk with your words, you don't talk with your fists, which right. is exactly what they used to throw those rocks through your window. That's right. Which I don't think anyone can condone on any level. No. As far as that goes. Never. Um, but the nice part is it helped to create the new name uh, it for it the did. brewery. Yeah,
2: I mean, we're, we're going to even name the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have to be on display, right? And, you know what? It, it, um, it rolls off the tongue better. It yeah. really does. If I had heard that name before, it would be a whole different thing.
4: I think it's a great name. River I, Rock Brewery is fantastic. Do,
2: I, I think it rolls off the tongue. There's a story.
3: Uh-huh. That's that's a good yeah. part. That's
4: yeah. a, there's Absolutely. a story behind it. Yeah. And,
1: Absolutely. And it's a positive story arc as well, which is always wonderful. Yeah. And uh, it brings you know, a positive light to the city of Galt, which uh, really most people I don't think have really... No
4: exists. This
1: no, is how oh, it goes. No, we
3: have a great flea market that everybody knows about. Oh, I'm sorry. So yeah, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. A, out of my yeah. flea market game.
4: <laughs> it's a great town, though. But now. It's, it, it's it, a wonderful it's, little yeah. town.
3: And I got to tell you, going back to a couple of things that Tim said about, uh, you know, the knife in the heart when you hear that word, and, and it's commonly referred to as the R word. Timothy Shriver, Special Olympics, started a campaign uh, several years ago, uh, spread the word to end the word. So there's actually a national day annually and a pledge that people can take, and Um, Christina never our daughter never experienced that in school. Not that she was aware of at least. Mm -hmm. And we had to teach it to her because of pop culture because of the media. Because she says what does this mean and why are people so upset about it? So even in in her going through school and and Gaul was such a wonderful place for her to go to school. Both my kids to go to school for her to have all her special education in. uh, She didn't have to go through that. But because of the world we live in, we had to teach her what it meant, and that was hard. That was really unfortunate.
1: Yeah, that sounds Mm -hmm. incredibly difficult. Just that you had to teach her it. It seems like we should be past that point. But I know you're exactly. Yeah. But you're getting. I think we're getting better with it.
3: Right. Right. As far as that goes, which Mm -hmm.
1: speaks to our ability as as humans to adapt to the changing society Mm -hmm. and changing thought processes. Um, So that's actually a wonderful story. With a little bit of a dark side <laughs> to it,
4: it's like there's more awareness now, but it's a shame there needs to be more awareness now. Yeah,
1: well, there's always got to be more awareness. No, the world's never going to be perfect, but uh, it's things like That's these true. that help to move it move it mm-hmm. forward. So, I want to thank you guys very much for sitting down with me and talking about it. Uh, so, Ed, let's get a little bit lighter here. Uh, what was the first beer you ever had that you're like, "Yes, beer is for me"?
2: Ah, uh, Foster's Big Mouth.
1: Oh yeah, just do have an ale back in the day. Ale or Lager? Probably a lager back then, uh,
2: Oh. It was the ale. Oh, all right. Or, I'm sorry, not Foster. Mickey's Big Mouth. Okay. <laughs> oh, Mickey's Big so Mouth. Back in okay. the that 80s, makes... right? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. before that. Yeah. yeah. I'm a little <laughs> bit older than you.
4: You're a little older. <laughs> okay. I was introduced to Mickey's in the 80s then. Yeah. yeah.
1: They've now got the uh, Mickey's Mini Grenades. They're little, like, 10-ounce cans. Yeah, that's okay. Were I'll you pass.
3: 21 in the 80s, Tim? Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I was twenty one in the seventies too. <laughs>
1: so Tim, what about you? What was your first beer love?
2: You know what? I, I I'll I'll
4: have to admit and it's probably the wrong company to admit no, it in. No. I'm not exactly a huge beer connoisseur now. That's fine. I mean, you know, my go to is just regular coors light. Uh, if I want to get, get way out on that. the edge, if I'm we out, will change that. <laughs> if I'm out with the boys and I want to go out on the edge, I'll have a Guinness. Uh, but I don't I don't have it regularly. It's a little sweet, you know, for me. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm not. I'm I'm just a I'm a run of the mill kind of a grocery we store. We don't beer judge you on barley and me. Don't worry. <laughs> as long <laughs> we, as you're drinking, you're okay.
1: Yeah. We did we did a hams episode. It's not a problem. <laughs> hams. <laughs> hams. You know, be refreshing.
4: Pabst Pabst Blue Ribbon. Right? That used to be just the. I remember I had a, a, one of my first jobs was in a retail store, and the Pabst Blue Ribbon was like the bottom shelf sale kind of a stuff where it got rotated out because it expired now i guess it's making a comeback (laughs) young people these days are digging it again apparently i don't know yeah they're
1: all over it it's very strange it's it's still terrible by the way i still haven't tried it (laughs) i've never had that don't do it it's not the time to start (laughs) (laughs) it's not if you've made it this far just leave it alone
2: (laughs) go back to wisconsin a bar on the corner a bar in the middle a bar on the end all competing for 50 cent (laughs) <laughs> That's the blue blue oh. ribbon, <laughs> tall boys. It, and if there, if there aren't are bars like that, it's a cathedral. Yeah, <laughs> e- every other block.
4: I, you know, I'm surprised nothing like this has been tried in Galt already. At, you know, a microbrewer or homebrew specialist or something like that. It's surprising. You know, Galt's a big enough town now. There's also Somebody, huge underground
2: for the home homebrew bunch. Yeah. You had
3: mentioned your friend that had a shop. And is moving on. Where was his shop?
2: It was an Oak Grove.
3: Oh, okay. okay.
2: I
1: thought maybe you took over the space. Even no, no, no. no, no okay.
2: No. He just. It was just he moved on, went to bigger and better things. Yeah,
3: we have yeah. A, a handful of friends that do homebrew, and you know I'm actually surprised my husband hasn't tried it yet, just because it'd be looked like something kind of neat that you know you got to be real smart about.
2: And There's a lot of
3: science to it. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And a little
1: bit of art, but mostly science. There's a lot of art. People are like, the, the debate is always over whether it's art or science. And it's science wins for the most part. Because if you don't do the science, the art doesn't matter. <laughs> right.
0: It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Exactly. The (laughs) science
2: only takes you so far, but it gets you that far. (laughs) Then it becomes an art of playing.
1: Playing with flavors. And, Tricia, we have a very important question for you. Yes, sir. It's the exact same question. What was your first beer, love?
3: My first beer love. i never really had a love of beer until our oldest daughter turned 16.
4: Oh, that'll do it every
1: time. Then,
3: oh, my uh, goodness.
4: And <laughs> that in, beer or tequila, whichever, you know. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Then we came, became Patron fans. It quickly, quickly escalated as she got older. Uh, but I, you know, I like my beer. I really do. I like good beer and, uh, but I can't handle too much of the strong stuff, the dark things. There's a Lodi light in Lodi that okay. I really like, but that's probably as strong as I can get and enjoy it, you know. Uh, but I, I I do like when beer's in the house. Colder, the better. Yeah. To and me,
4: yeah, when you pour it in the frosty mug right out of the freezer and it ices up, yeah. oh, man.
3: He's always got those.
4: Yeah, especially like this week, 100-degree 100, 100 temperatures. Yeah. Frosty, cold point. mug out on the back
3: patio. keeps our beer really cold. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I went to a uh, bar this week and they're like, Our specialist is like stout. I'm like, No one wants to drink a stout in this weather. What are you Of course it's three dollars a pint. No one's drinking it and you need to get rid of it. There's nobody who wants that. I have to ask And you? Oh uh, yeah. I have to, I've answered this question so often and I'm now gonna say uh the most recent beer recommendation to a stranger that played out very well. Uh I was at a Comedy show at the Limelight Bar in Sacramento, the last Thursday of every month, everybody. Um, <laughs> final Thursday of the month. Um, and I had ordered a Lagunitas Little Something Something. Have you ever tried that beer at all? No. Trisha? No, no, sir. Ed? Yes. Little Something. I think, to me, it's the world's perfect like craft beer, beginner beer. Beginner beer. If you're going to come from the Coors world... This is perfect because it's got... <laughs> it's got
4: cause it's,
1: I think that was directed it's, right at me. It's, it's, yeah, I it's think a, so. It's a hoppy... It's, it's directed at people in general. It's a hoppy wheat
3: But you know beer. your friend Rob over there is thinking the same thing, Tim. But it's got, I know Rob's
4: <laughs> dissing me over there behind you. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's very light and crisp and refreshing, but it's got a little a bit of wheatiness to it because it's a wheat beer, a little bit of hops, but not a lot of hops, and a little bit of fruitiness to it. So it kind of gets you every flavor that you would ever experience in a beer other than the roastiness. So I think it's actually kind of a perfect transitional beer so i gave it to a stranger who was drinking probably a bud light honestly let's face facts is probably bud light but uh he was like wow and he like immediately ordered one so champion right away he was drinking it all okay. night
3: well, well, let's, let's
2: go to the next step what's the first craft beer other than the big breweries that you guys have drinking
3: i do light is it for me <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sorry. That's probably for me, also. Actually, probably you, know, probably you and I together at the same time yeah. at dinner. Were you with me? Exper- was that you? Was that you? <laughs> was it? <that you? laughs> uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Shoot, maybe I shouldn't have gone there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh,
1: have you guys been uh, pretty deeply involved in activism for a while now, or is this kind of a first branch
4: out? Uh, you know, I'm. I don't. I don't think we're activists. activists. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't picture us that way. Yeah. You Although know, I was we're, prepared we're
3: just, to pick it. If yeah. it was going to open with the signage and with all the uh, T-shirts and the logos, yeah, I was, and it was still going to go forward. I was prepared to pick it, and uh, but th- I would have to admit that's probably my first time.
4: Yeah, we're <laughs> not really the type to like organize stuff or anything okay. like that. And, and frankly, I didn't
3: organize anything; it yeah. just happened. It took a life of its own. But yeah. absolutely, any time that I see someone that can't defend themselves needs help to stand up for them, yes. I'll be the first one there and whether it's in my personal life or my work life and I've got a whole bunch of friends that will do the same thing you know so uh, yeah I don't consider myself an advocate I'm a parent like any other parent and uh, but it's something I feel very passionate about and I realize as I get older and the longer I you know I've lived in the special education world and uh, actually living it for over 22 years I realized that I was Fortunate that I was exposed to uh, treating everyone the same. Yeah. And I've been able to carry that on in my adul- adulthood and in my professional life.
2: Yeah, and
1: seeing so little reason to have to take any kind of action like this.
3: Right, right. Sometimes it's, you know, I'll be with a student in the cafeteria and a regular ed student, a general education student is staring, you know, and that's when you take the opportunity. This is Tim. He comes here also, you yeah. know. but well, Maybe next time you see him on the playground, you can say hi. You know, little things like that make a big impact
4: for me personally i'm i'm a very conservative kind of a person politically and almost borderline kind of libertarian so generally speaking i kind of do my own thing live my own life and don't really pay attention to what other people doing and certainly don't try to tell other people how to think or or what to do or what to say except when there are and everybody has that one issue and this is one of my very few issues where if, if i hear someone that's Uh, defenseless you know being abused and I know those are harsh words and that's not what you were doing Ed in my opinion Um, you weren't abusing anybody but when I hear someone being mocked or being made fun of uh, and is defenseless I'm going to call it out especially when it comes to mental disabilities and and, you know that's that's one of my things where I'm going to jump on it when I see it Uh, if that's activism fine whatever but I don't really I, think I mean, I can give activist. you a whole list
3: of why I drop people on Facebook. Oh yeah, and that's just one of them. <laughs> oh yeah, you
4: know? April twentieth every oh, year, I gotta dump uh, a whole bunch of people. Radio
3: stations, yeah, all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I never drop anybody off of Facebook, mm-hmm. but uh, it's very rare I see somebody like, come on, okay. Actually, I did uh-huh. one time. Just at one time. One huh? time, it was a yeah. person who decided that he felt that. Um, It was like a a spousal abuse case. And he's like, no, once they're married, they're your property. I'm like, you can't actually think (laughs) that. I'm like, is this a joke? Like, this has to be a joke. And I followed it for like 20 comments of other Uh people, you know, like, no, this can't be real. And he kept defending himself. I'm like, you know what? That's enough. Ah, That's amazing. That's that's the uh, most far back I've seen anybody start thinking. I don't on my
3: own Facebook page. I feel like it's my page and I can share what I like. But when I had my grandchildren came around, the oldest is five. I really started getting even more picky because I share so much of my life. So if I'm hearing about activities that you're doing and you think it's funny, you know, like if you were 14, no, I don't need to be a part of that.
4: Wow, you're really judgmental. <laughs> wow, I'm surprised. Mister, I didn't know this. That
3: what, you have what, 11 Facebook friends and that's it? And that's <laughs> I, because- I keep
4: dropping people. No, so
3: that's because he's, he doesn't want it. And I said, you have to communicate with this part of your family. And that's the only reason why he still has it.
1: that's how it starts you know I had to get my Facebook because my sister's like you can't see your nieces in Halloween costumes unless you have a Facebook page isn't that crazy that's so mean yeah
4: that's That's all it is everybody's family albums are now just Facebook go to my page and and scroll through the pictures and that's what you get
3: and I'm the youngest of five I'm the only one and including my nieces and nephews none of them are on it
1: nobody's on Facebook no
3: oh my nephew's fiance
1: oh that's right
3: that's the only one
1: and you got to keep in touch. They, miss
3: out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they have no idea what's going on but with us. They also no, get like <laughs> They also get to not miss out on real things happening, which is, right, which exactly. is nice to I'm them. I'm like,
3: where were you? <laughs> yeah,
1: I said and are you a big Facebook guy?
2: I, I can post a picture, I can make a comment, and that's about it. <laughs> that's all you need to do. <laughs> and Facebook in a nutshell. I don't do it very often. I probably check in once a day twice? you'll get better because you, for
4: yeah, almost every business, it's an important marketing tool. I'm not the guy for that. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody
3: you, else is yeah. going to have to do well,
2: that. Well, that's what
3: I told Remember, We talked about this, and I said yeah. someone that you love, someone that loves you, someone that you trust, and someone that trusts you. That's
4: the yeah. one you want in control of your that's social media. That's you
3: want, and the two of you share all the information so you have access to it. Whenever necessary. So
2: that'd be my daughter in Hawaii.
3: Yeah. Well, someone that shares right the passion
1: on. as well, so they can speak passionately about the business as well. Oh, it's a good Absolutely. point. Yeah. You're talking to the wrong person about marketing, by the way. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I have no advice to give as far don't as don't offend that anyone. Mm, I'm a comedian. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, that's never the aim at
4: all. Right. You know, it's like comedians are in the business to offend. Are you yeah. kidding? Well,
1: how you many? Know, I think I guess the
3: number of comedians that we boycott. Ben Stiller, Dennis
1: Leary. I mean, well, Ben Stiller hasn't done stand-up in forever. Right? Yeah. But yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, ben
3: Stiller, well, he's an actor. Uh, yeah, right. but
1: it, to my, to me, I, I'm going to take the t- get on this pedestal I'm on now. Uh, I think comedy has changed as well, as social tides have changed. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that the shock comic is really a thing you see anymore. Right. Uh, you might take uh, something that might be uncomfortable for people to hear about and find a take that makes it so that, at this point, it's more of an awareness thing. Like, I have a friend, uh, Damian Harmony, um, who does jokes about autism because his son is autistic. And they're not like autism's so funny. It's like, no, autism is revealed and this is how it affects lives, not just of the person in it, but also this. And he's doing very well. Gets a lot of fans from like. Oh, just, we've got you're funny stories place. that yeah. we can share with you. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah absolutely. And I think that's uh, a lot of people think that comedians are like anything's free, and anything is free, but you need to have a positive point on it. You can't. Uh-huh. At uh, this point, being a person who talks negatively about any subsection of humanity is not something that other comedians will support uh, at this point in time, which is a beautiful thing to see. That is, uh,
4: yeah.
1: I still think uh, there's still a few people that talk to crowd members and you know make fun of them. That still happens a little bit. So I always think it's always funny when people try to see people in the front row. I'm like, second row. Everybody wants <laughs> second row. To, <laughs> at the should. very base of it, comedians front.
4: need people listening. Yeah. And if you're going to offend them off. that many people, if you're that edgy, if it's that far over the edge you're putting yourself out of business the most successful comedian in my opinion or or at least up up there within the top few didn't offend anybody it was all what's up with this what's up with that jerry seinfeld that's right uh wealthiest and one of the most successful and didn't have to go there bob
2: newhart example
3: that's right that is a good example yeah
2: tim conway and um harvey harvey Korman. korman Best <laughs> yeah. Ever. Yeah. They were great. I
1: love Tim Conway as a physical comedian. He's got yeah a great great body for it. It's yeah. he's so good at Pratt Falls and everything. I loved watching him when I was a kid. Uh, Apple Dumpling Gang, that was the <laughs> one. Oh yeah. couldn't get enough of it. Blazing it? Saddles. Another classic. <laughs> Speaking of never offended I, anyone, I'm sure.
4: Did I just contradict myself? Oh pretty the place.
1: much. But again, that's that goes back to the times they are a- changing. I don't, you know, Mel Brooks hasn't made movies in years. He's right. trying to make a Spaceballs two, but I don't think that's really going to get off the ground. Right. Because uh, things have changed. Uh, yep. Going back and watching comedians from the 80s, watching Eddie Murphy stand up is embarrassing <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. He was the funniest man on the planet, and now it's just right. painful to watch him. Yeah. And it's just a, a a massive sea change in the world about opinions on things, and just people becoming more aware as more people you know live in lives where their families are affected directly. It's allowed for that to happen. So that's, that's my whole off my uh, what's the thing called high horse uh, soapbox so pedestal. Box, pedestal yeah all those podium. things yeah we're off mm-hmm. those now. Um, I'm so guys, just amazed at all the wires. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's usually $200 for this, but I got it on uh, Craigslist for 60 so up and running. Right go. So there you go. <laughs> recommended to me. It's uh, the Focus. I'm just going to try to pitch myself now. Go I for need it. funding. <laughs> it's uh, the Focusrite Scarlett 2i2, recommended by fellow Sacramento podcaster Johnny Flores of Serious Talk Seriously, which is a very good podcast. Uh, his, his girlfriend's dad works for the Kings, and he's like, this is what they use for the public address system to kick out all the fan noise in the background and oh. it kicks out everything it's oh, nice. it's a beast nice. that was boring for everyone Well right. cool. <laughs> oh, you got me to no, think about the kings for a second oh yeah I like <laughs> basketball so that's all right yeah. you got my attention again yeah let's talk about the kings moving you guys <laughs> excited for that a little bit closer to uh, you uh,
3: no i don't no. i don't really you know what <laughs> I, uh,
4: I okay let's do it soapbox time yes back upon it could you pick any more of an idiotic location For a downtown arena. I don't think you you can. You go a quarter of a mile north, and you have, what do you have? You have a beautiful river walk. You have San Antonio here in Sacramento. You have a win, win, win. And instead, they put it right in the middle of downtown where they're going to jack up parking, what little parking you can ever find down there for a game. Impossible to get in, impossible to get out. I just can't, I can't yeah. understand what they were thinking. With
1: a bunch of people who, who aren't from here, driving on streets they don't know, narrow roads, no parking. And they just announced they didn't even plan on making a parking structure. They're like, oh, we forgot about that part." Are you amazing, kidding me? Amazing, amazing. How it do you go been, down there and go, I can't find parking on a Tuesday
4: afternoon. We should definitely put a stadium here. Could have been the jewel of Northern California. It could have been a destination for people to go when there wasn't anything happening in the arena. Uh, beautiful downtown river walk, dinner, all that kind of stuff. Nope. No, they're going to throw it right in the middle of downtown and mug everything up right in there. Yeah, It's it's awful.
2: I had enough time trying to park where they're at now. Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah.
4: where there's nothing around. Right,
2: (laughs) right. And you know what? We actually did a – we went to a concert there, started out at Old Sack, River Walk, all that stuff, took a cab for five minutes, and we're there. Yeah, yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. But. Had all, had all, everything you talked about, went to the concert, had a great time. Not a big deal. Five minutes drive. Well, you'll be
3: able to walk from Old Sack to the new one now. Yeah. It's got a breezeway yeah. underneath there. Yeah, but. And, uh, I, yeah, but I don't You, know. gotta, I don't you still have to find somewhere to park. Yeah, you yeah. still well, have to find somewhere to park. Rob and I over here are going to go see uh, Paul McCartney. Very oh, first event. Yeah. Awesome. At yeah. the new yeah.
4: arena. I mean, I'll be interested to hear what the parking's like.
3: Maybe you should drive us and just drop us off. Sorry. No. <laughs> I have no interest in <laughs> oh, Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah. I hope okay. you have
4: fun, though. He was the, the third best Beatle, so. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get that in. I mean, okay. to, be, to be fair, listen, he has <laughs> a point. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> we can, Thank we you. Can do this. Okay, we were married 28 I mean, years. As long as you're
1: not saying Ringo's too. Oh, I, no. Come on. George Harrison. George Harrison. Harrison, right. yeah, George George Harrison. Okay. Harrison. Yeah, of course. Okay. okay. Come on. All right. I mean, it's it's not like it's like a distant third. It's a pretty... It's a There's log jam, one, two, three. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty it's, tight. It's not... So uh, who,
2: you, who are you putting fourth? We're
1: going to put Ringo at four.
4: For, yeah, Ringo's fourth. I, I think Lennon is he's clearly fun. out he, front, and then yeah. Harrison, the musical ability.
2: But Ringo has the sense of humor.
4: Yeah. Well, but he, he's on children's got it with TV. <laughs> yeah. well, he once
2: was, yeah. yeah. That's
3: how our kids know who he is. Yeah. That's yeah. from Thomas the Train.
0: Yeah. 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 It's true that some things change as we get older.
5: Or is it train Thomas the Thomas Tank Engine? The Tank Engine? Tank Engine, yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: Or Thomas and Fran, something like that? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, Alec Baldwin did it. George Carlin did it. Ringo Starr did it. Carlin I don't might know. might have been the best at that one. Yeah? Yeah. I like Alec Baldwin. Well, yeah. but But you got to <laughs> so think where, where Carlin came from and then did that, too.
2: He's too uh, sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: one of the great sketches. It's. <laughs>
3: Such a Christina dumb premise. Christina says it was Thomas in. and Friends. Okay.
1: Oh, Thomas and <laughs> Friends. You. Okay, thank you. Thank you,
3: Christina. So going back to the funny stories of autism, you can't get anything wrong in front of Christina, especially when a date is involved. In question. <laughs> She's bringing up that her dad wasn't 21 until 1990.
4: Oh. Okay. Must have been in the 90s that I it discovered. Must have been in the 90s. Mickey's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't want to admit to any 80s drinking at this point. You've been I'm, called out. I, I'm getting old. My
1: My <laughs> yeah. memory gets a little it's, foggy. 86, 93, ninety three—it's all the same. <laughs> Close. <laughs> yep. Yeah. that's I'm right. I'm
2: seventy four years old, so I was good in the seventies and the sixties, and you, you,
1: yeah, we <laughs> were there before drinking age even existed. <laughs> there, <you go>. <laughs> <laughs> there for
2: prohibition. <laughs> I have something coming up that's going to be more like a mar- salty margarita. Ooh. Is that
4: right?
3: Oh. I like margarita. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I was told I had to do this.
3: Well, female clientele—you don't—you want the wives to come too, right?
2: Uh, I, I just I'm, want my wife to be happy with me. So she oh, told there me go. I had to do it. So. There, you go. there you go. I
3: like her already. <laughs>
1: so, do you have a fo- like, uh, as far as the beers you're going to be brewing, uh, do you have a focus on what your main beer is going to be, your main offering?
2: My passion has always been IPAs and the doubles. Don't, wa- don't really know if I want to go to the triples because they can turn horribly wrong real quick.
4: What are we talking about with a double and a triple? and oh, the, the higher IPA.
2: the alcohol content, basically. So an
4: IPA has a higher alcohol content than IPA-ish, a Coors Light? Around,
2: oh, yes. oh, yeah. <laughs> well, IPA sometimes. is usually around 6%. Yeah, Doubles see? are eight, 8 to maybe 10, yeah. depending on what What does your talking. grocery
3: store beer have, typically? Four. Okay. The, the low light, I think, is 12%. No,
4: no that can't, can't be No? It's Am I wrong? Okay. No, light, that sounds it was, insane. It was a lot.
3: It was a whole well, lot, like in comparison to a grocery store. It was a yeah, whole lot. Yeah. That's I probably
1: mean, way over the top. It could be a joke okay. because there's a brewery on the East Coast that does a Molotov light and uh-huh. that's like 12%. Yeah. And it's a joke because you, you can't would know have a light about beer it if it if was happening. Like at, a light beer, yeah. it's usually going to be in the three or four range because they do a lot of things to keep alcohol from being creative because the, the calories are in, in the alcohol. So you need to keep your alcohol low to get low calories oh, to make it a light beer. It
3: has an effect on you. Like it's not light beer. <laughs> I wonder if. I wonder if that information's online. Yeah, yeah it should, it should yeah? be. Yeah?
1: Okay. Yeah, so it's basically more hops, more alcohol, uh, get you a different level. And the the uh, cutoff points are arbitrary entirely. Uh, I interviewed one place where their triple IPA was less alcohol than their double IPA because they were sick of the idea because it's so arbitrary. Like, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> Just a very light triple and a very hefty double. It's no rhyme or reason.
4: I had a martini once. Mm. <laughs>
3: I thought, we, I thought we decided not today we weren't going to share that with anyone
4: and it was not good <laughs> not a mark actually the first drink when it's ice cold was not bad, and then after that I didn't want to touch it. It was mm. horrible.
1: It hurts. Part Why wants to drink something that hurts. Part of me wants to ask where you got it and who
4: made it, but uh yeah it what was
1: where, where it? were we at We were at oh, some place oh, oh, downtown oh. Sacramento to
3: Okay. I mean, you can't. Well, he, he
4: can't say. I can say. <laughs> uh, was, I don't even remember where it was. Excellent
3: pizza. Was Chicago Fire. And downtown oh sack. right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. love the meal. The food yeah. was good, but it doesn't necessarily mean it was a bartender's. Yeah. Probably Tim's. Well, Tim's yeah, I don't. What I'm he not, likes. Yeah. That was my first uh, could be.
4: <laughs> could
1: be.
3: I, I have the only margarita. I mean, not margarita. I'm sorry. Martini that I've had was an apple martini.
4: Oh, apple martini. No, that
3: put me over the edge. Oh yeah. yeah no, that, I think I remember that. They only sound dainty.
1: Exactly. They're going to mess you up a little bit. As a matter of fact,
3: I offered my my brother a drink, and he says, no, you know, you change the name and change the color, and I'll consider it. I remember that, yeah.
1: Did you give him a grape teeny?
3: No, no. <laughs> he was on his own after that. Do
1: you have any names in mind for your IPA coming out?
2: Oh, we've got, you know, not not really li- li- right now. The, the pale ales, I've got the re- more recent ones that you tasted were the yeast. East side of the pond, west side of the pond, which is basically a recipe split and then yeast from west coast and yeast from London.
1: Oh, nice. So did but, you use different hopping methods as well no, for the east west? No, exactly because the I've...
2: same split batch.
1: Are you more of an east coast IPA guy or a west coast IPA it guy? It depends on the
2: day. Mm. I mean, so, you know, sometimes you're hankering for that uh, esterly flavor, the fruit flavor that you get from the... London Yeast, and then sometimes you want more of the dank that comes from the West Coast. So,
3: What gave it that beautiful aroma?
2: The yeast. Is that? Yeah, yeah that's a, what yeast does it. and huh? I was using a Falconer's Flight and a Glacier, which are, are both kind of a fruity, citrusy type uh, hops, and the London Yeast kind of brings that out more.
1: Do you have plans uh, as far as an opening date at this point? I don't.
2: It's all up to the government now.
1: Are you planning on having just the homebrew supply store open for now while you get the brewery stuff in right. order?
2: Yeah, this is going to feed that monster.
1: Oh, yeah, feed the beast. Yeah. Very important. How many uh, beers do you plan on having on tap at a time here?
2: My, my hope is that I'm going to have at least eight, four that are stable, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the four basics that I'll keep around depending on the season, you know, a couple of IPAs, which one may be a double, that kind of thing. Uh, that that will probably rotate between four different types of beer, just so when people come in, they know I can get this beer, or a close one to it. My jalapeno beer that mm-hmm. people think is extraordinary will probably stay on tap most of the time. And then the fourth one to be t- determined. I haven't really quite what, decided.
1: So what's the uh, base of your jalapeno beer? Amber Ale. Okay. Nice.
2: And, it, and it's good, strong amber ale, and strong meaning it's a solid, good beer on its own. And then you put the jalapeno in there, you get a big nose out of it, and you're going, man, should I do it? <laughs> then you dive in, and you taste the amber, and man, this is really good. And then at the very end of it, you get a little kick.
4: Are you doing Not anything fun. with the jalapeno before you put them in, roasting them or anything oh. like that? Yeah. Just right off, the, just picked well, and, and popped? Well, I
2: chill them. Chill oh, down to like forty degrees. You
3: know, you should talk to Efren down the street, Maya. They get certain peppers from somewhere, and they are awesome. I, I, beat, oh, you theirs. Already I okay. beat theirs. I beat theirs. He knows them. He's yeah. moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Efren and me go way back. Way back. He's a good guy. My he daughter, is. our daughter Christina, is a bus girl at that restaurant, which is just across the street.
1: Is it called Efren's?
3: It's called Cactus uh, Fine Dining, Mexican dining. And Did you go to school with Maya?
2: Yeah. Actually, my brother did. I went to school with her sister.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, they're, both Ed and Maya have been here forever. Which, we've only been here 17 years. And when you're
4: from Galt, you have to say only 17 right. years. Right. We're New York newcomers <laughs> yeah. still. Our son-in-law's grandparents went to
0: Galt High. I mean, that's how people in Galt roll.
1: Yeah. You know? I've been here
2: 57 years, and I still got to say I've only been here 57
1: <laughs> years. <laughs> I was going to ask about the lifer quality. Nobody here is a lifer. So you wanted him to go over to Cactus to get some peppers. Are they pretty spicy over there? Are they known for their yeah, spice? Yeah, well, I what know are they known for? Efron
3: has this whole little thing where uh, there's just certain peppers that come in from a certain place, and they have to take off the stems, and, you know, like my daughter sent me pictures of her wearing gloves, you know, and... Mm-hmm. with her, with anything, and typical well, what autism. What kind of pepper was it? I don't know, but she practically had a hazmat suit on doing this little <laughs> task for her <laughs> The story
4: is letting us all down without the name <laughs> of the pepper. Missing <laughs> some important facts.
3: But <laughs> Good food over there. <laughs> Excellent.
4: Spicy food? Super
1: spicy? Oh. You, however you no, want it. I mean, can you can pump yeah. it up, huh? Yeah. yeah. You pump
3: it up, you can take it down. Right, right.
1: As a person who makes a jalapeno beer, I feel like you can speak to this most directly. Is it pretty
3: spicy?
2: Over there? Yeah. Not to me. All right. I'd have to agree. <laughs> yeah.
3: The the uh, chili verde is like is it. pretty spicy, but, but it's it's just it's so flavorful. It has a great taste to it. Good stuff. I forget what
2: they name it, but the, 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 the enchiladas with the bacon in. it. Oh man, good. Stuff. I don't know. Tim's yeah. the enchilada
3: guy. You haven't had that, huh? No, I haven't had that one yet. The papa's verdes is another one that's a little spicy. Yeah. They they good got stuff. a couple plates in there with bacon. Yeah, good uh, stuff. I
2: forget what they name it. They got a
3: certain.
4: Bacon thing. beer. Any plans for a bacon beer?
3: You know, our friend owns Sunny Valley Bacon uh, Meat in Manteca. Sunny Valley.
4: Bacon and beer. What can go wrong? All kinds of things. Oh! You can't get fat in there. It's a disaster. Oh, is that right? Okay, yeah. there's actually, so we're back to the That's science point. of it. Yeah. It's not going to work.
1: Okay, uh, okay. You, you can make it work. You just yeah. got to really render. You just put it in hope. like
3: you would a, an orange slice into your blue moon. You just <laughs> you, put a yeah, stick dunk it, of bacon. You dunk it like yeah. a donut. Yeah, you can yeah. Garnish. <laughs> garnish. Put it together in post. It. There you go. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Grind it up room. like salt and do the rim of the glass I, I was with try-
2: it. I starting out to be a beer purist. then I hear all this stuff and I'm going off. In my
3: eyes so. so oh back to that how many uh, places are you gonna have to sit are you gonna have a full bar up there to accommodate uh, no, people no
2: full bar I don't even somebody said we don't need another bar in town. I agree
3: uh-huh. I'm not
2: gonna have a bar this is uh, gonna be uh, basically a tasting room for beer for craft beer. So, like, two or three
1: ounce pours while you're wandering around and shopping and stuff like that? Yeah,
2: well, I mean, we're going to pour pints. You're welcome to stay here as long as you want. We're going to probably have music or or a guy come in, you know, Fridays and Saturdays. But I don't want to be, you know, put on the bar part of it. We're here to have a little bit of fun, have some beers, talk about beers. Um,
3: So are you going to be open late nights, Friday and Saturday? I know this um, is Nita's point of interest. Nine, music. She's real big about it. you. Got to have music, live band. She says. Well,
1: I mean, space. It's gonna it's gonna rattle a lot with all that equipment if you get a well, full band this in. This is gonna open up. Okay. So from
2: probably where we're sitting, this will open up more this way. We're gonna take out. A, we're gonna take about three parking stalls out there for a
3: patio. Okay. Oh, nice. And you're actually fortunate who your neighbors are where you don't have to worry about the after hours as much. It's not going to impact any of the other businesses in a negative way. Right, right. Wow, that's really nice. You have so much visibility in this corner. This window is advertiser's dream right here. Absolutely. Patio, that's going to be great. We're going to
2: run like a typical tasting brewery. So I I don't like being considered a bar because that's not the intent. Mm -hmm. That, That whole... Gives it a whole different
1: connotation. Yeah, but and clientele like, and
2: yeah. Yeah, I hours. Yeah. Come in here and have fun. I don't know people to come in here and get sloshed. That's yeah. Not the intent.
3: Well, I don't think any beer has that intent. Any bar has that intent, you know. But uh, so the, no food is isn't going to be available uh, or anything like that.
2: Food trucks probably. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's uh-huh. so many amazing food trucks.
3: Right. Right. In the kitchen. Yeah. You can bring a right.
2: Guy in here for nothing. Right. And Guys, make a deal. Our
3: favorite fruit tr- uh taco truck down the street on A Street. Our granddaughter introduced us into that one, and we the one by go the all the time, tar- Yeah. yes, yeah. right next to the right tire shop one. there.
4: The oh, other it's one so is good.
2: By
3: yeah, that one's good. Yeah, yeah. our but granddaughter so- hasn't given us that approval yet, so we haven't tried that. Does that,
4: that say uh, Huseman's, Houseman's, Huseman's, Huseman's? Yeah. Okay,
2: yeah, but there's so many food trucks. Well, well, why open up a uh, It's so much trouble for a restaurant. It is, yeah. When you can bring in a food truck. Well, and and they
3: say if you're going to open a restaurant to take over a preoccupied space, just with the permits and all that kind of thing. Even with the preoccupied, Mm -hmm. it's
2: just the health department thing and all that. It's Mm -hmm. just not fun.
3: Well, that's real exciting to uh, think about the food trucks coming. We've done the food truck mania a couple times.
2: Yeah, I've been down there, Mm -hmm. and and other than it was so freaking cold, the times I were down there, it was great
3: oh <laughs> yeah
2: the, the beer man. spot wasn't doing well that
3: night oh yeah, yeah it being cold yeah. yeah
4: no i remember sweating we, pretty good we went the very once. first
3: time it was super hot and then the yeah. last time we went was perfect yeah yeah We went uh, later it, it, in the evening. they
4: i think they added more trucks and spread it out a little bit more yeah. it, was, it was really pleasurable
3: it was well good and see i'm excited for galt i'm excited yeah. for galt to have this i'm excited for us to have this you know and uh i mean it's a great place. I'm a very loyal customer, and I will keep my dollars in town whenever possible.
1: Exactly, yeah, exactly. I, and it's nice that they're finally getting a brewery and a nice uh, homebrew store. The nice part is they're attached, so if you enjoy the beer, you can ask the brewer, hey, how do you make this? You're like, let me show you. Free advice. Right back here.
2: And you know what? I, I'm like most like most of the guys that kind of raised me up. You want to know their recipe? Here you go. Here's my recipe. Let's see how well you do with it. Yeah, and, and here's the and ingredients is that they put up to the, I mean, you, 90% of the brew play, the home brew shops, even Stone, Russian River, if you send an email in, probably within two days they'll send an email back on how to brew whatever beer they have. Oh, for interesting. The
1: right. Wow. Right. But they'll th- never tell you.
2: They'll tell you and basically dare you to try and brew it as good as ah. they do.
1: The last part here is, You'll give them the recipe and then lead them to the ingredients they need. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't want this cattle? Want yeah. yeah. Right, right. That's, That's beautiful. Interesting. And it's going to be a nice little uh, place to come in Galt, which uh, gives people a first reason to come to Galt. I'm going to keep doing it. A first the reason. The first reason to come to Galt.
3: They have so. great schools.
4: Pot shops all of
1: them. Our this. house.
3: Did we
4: mention the flea market?
3: <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> our house is a really well built home. Very happy with our home purchase. Yeah. It's been 17 years, and uh, we're looking to get our our last home.
4: The value you get here, save. as opposed to to oh, yeah. c- communities that are just 10 miles away, is amazing. The difference that you can you can get with the value in the land and the home and stuff. So that's really what drew us to Galt to begin with. Uh, driving through, looking for houses, thinking, "Oh, wait a minute, there must be some kind of mistake. We can't afford this place." <laughs> Well,
3: As it turns out. We both wow. grew up in Manteca and Galt was how Manteca was when we grew up. You had to go out of town to buy shoes, you needed a pair yep. of pants. You went out of town. There was one street light kind of thing. And we appreciated that and we wanted that for our kids. There was one grocery store that was just Save Mart and IGA when we got here. Yeah. And now, of course, we have Rayleigh's a mile from our house. and yeah. You know, uh, the growth has been nice. It hasn't been, you know, uncontrolled. Yeah. And it's fine. And again, the schools, the schools yeah. are and fabulous.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Small town growing up is beautiful mm-hmm. to do uh, as far as that because I'm, I'm not actually making fun of Galt. I just felt like throwing a pot shot anywhere where I could. Uh, well, so, I
3: like to see a brewery way over another pizza joint. Yeah, we exactly. Have, we have pizza covered in Galt.
1: So if somebody hasn't been to Galt, hasn't been to the, the swap meet, uh, hasn't been to those places, where are the go-to places in the city of Galt? For Cactus. Dinner? We're at dinner, dinner, lunch, Cactus. Dinner? Whatever. Dinner, lunch, Entertainment, dinner, whatever you yeah. want to do.
3: Cactus, and they do uh, paint nights now a couple of times a year. And they just did a boogie nights where they had a DJ come in last Friday. Uh, and there's also Brewster's is a very fine establishment. And both of those places actually empo- uh, employ previous students of mine uh, with special needs. And I'm a big believer in supporting those businesses. Uh, Holy Ravioli, oh, best ravioli. Oh, yeah. My husband big loves them. Dig Holy Ravioli, delicious. Uh, Hand rolled raviolis.
4: How big are they, honey? Big as your head. They're delicious.
3: They're huge, yeah, and he loves them. And again, they've been employing students since they've been open for 20 years. And uh, yeah, those are really, really so, wow. good. So We've assume. only
4: talked about places to eat. Uh-oh. Well, that's to I do and all. Is in that golf? What you do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's nice yeah. jogging trails. Did I mention the flea market? I haven't heard about it. <laughs> Tell me. About that. Really,
3: right across from the Market is a really nice uh, the Gora Aquatic Center. Oh yeah, beautiful. It's really yeah. nice. When we moved here, it was still fa- fairly new. Yeah. And uh, it has a really nice waiting pool for the, I mean, for infants, for little ones, and for toddlers. and It has a larger pool, and it, it's a really nice family facility.
4: You know, I great uh, Fourth of July festivities here are always really good too. They have always have the parade, right. car show, fireworks. The, you can you can enjoy the fireworks from the Aquatic Center, live bands uh mm-hmm. always a bit oh the art show every year oh right, yeah right. that's always fantastic yeah, always they enjoy do. The there's a pageant july. every year too a lot a lot of community type events uh here in Galton on fourth of yeah. july i bring that up festival. because it's right around the corner every for us. year in may yeah strawberry yeah, festival is a lot we of fun
3: avoided for 14 years we never brought our kids to strawberry festival and then we had grandkids that started doing ballet so now we've been every year for the last three years they
4: have strawberry beer
3: they have strawberry beer <laughs> strawberry margaritas <laughs> And before that, uh,
4: strawberry, strawberry.
1: I think I'd
3: only been there to volunteer for Strongest Steel because yeah. I do that every year yeah. for them, and I'd never been there as a patron.
1: Well, that's perfect because uh, now for the 4th the of July festival, is that only on 4th of July or is it all weekend long? Uh, July 2nd this year.
3: This year is July 2nd, yeah. 3rd yeah, and 4th or just
4: the
1: 2nd? Just, just
3: the 2nd.
4: One-day uh, Parade in the events. morning.
3: Oh, we do the Officer Ton 5K in the yeah. morning. We, my oh, that's right. I forgot I... about the 5K Yeah, in the we do that the first uh, water station at the 5K every year since it started. And, uh, and then... And there's a pancake there's, breakfast oh, the at pancake Lions the the Lions do. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so we do that. We walk over to that. Then we walk over to our spots at the parade. Yeah, and then we usually go home and barbecue and nap, and then come back for the. The fireworks. parades really
4: kicked it up lately too. We've had parades right across here when when this was a burger a place where we would order a burger, sit down, uh, not even make it through halfway halfway through the burger, and the parade's over. <laughs> It'd be like, seriously <laughs> like a ten minute good. parade.
3: Right. right. Now,
4: right. now it's, it's. They had a, tanks
3: last year. Yeah. Remember
4: that? Yeah, yeah. That was cool, that was, huh? That was yeah. really
3: nice. Yeah. They really. It's got. And as a matter of fact, last year, Elk Grove. Thanks for have reminding have me of that. Thanks. Elk Grove and Lodi did not have a 4th of July parade, so everybody came to Galt, so that we had more entries and that kind of thing. And it's, Back it's nice when
2: road. I was a, a kid day. Day. <laughs> here,
3: <laughs> we had
2: a parade that lasted for a couple hours. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. We used to close that end of town for St. Patrick's Day. Oh. From two blocks down, that'd be shut down. They'd uh-huh. have, a, have a band at night. Everything was shut down to the railroad tracks, a block each way they they paint the lines green the mayor was involved a prominent banker was involved for the shenanigans Uh and it was just a blowout and uh i miss those days
3: (laughs) that's nice i'd never heard of that spawns
4: cookie company if you're from oh, out of town, you gotta yeah. come and grab some spawns cookies.
3: Whenever someone comes from out of town, out of state, I always take them to Spahn's. Oh, how
4: long is been? It's been since the 1800s or late 1800s. Yeah, I'm Spons sorry, I, I should know that before I bring it up. I should know that. But yeah.
3: yeah, but it and it's it's a, they got a great little gift shop and and that's the place to get your holiday pies and your holiday bread and you gotta order in advance and there's
2: get the cookies, the, the yeah. cookies, <laughs> cookies. Get the cookies.
3: It's just down the street. It's a great place to go to. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned spawns. Yeah. yeah. Is that
1: spawns like Warren Spawn? The know. pitcher from the 50s? A N S.
3: Ah. That's
1: right. Yeah. Dang it. Well, now we know how to spell it, though, so people yeah, would find know it. Know you yeah. And you can also now pronounce it spawns. Yeah, it was spans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a
3: little bit easier. After a that. couple of uh, Ed's drinks, we'll call it spans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So uh, the 5K, is that like a charity 5K?
3: It, it does benefit um, his the foundation on his behalf, and it's in his memory.
4: That's Officer Kevin Ton, yeah. a Galt police officer killed in line of duty.
3: It was the first one. And uh, how long has that been, Christina, for Officer Ton? Like three years. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh. So maybe this is our fourth time, fourth 5K doing it? Yeah. And mm-hmm. – uh, we got involved last minute. There was a woman that was, her and her family was going to do the first water station. She was in a car accident, and they were all in it, so they were all out. So I got a call one night and asked if, if I knew anybody. So, oh, absolutely. So my family took over that spot since yeah, then. Yeah, like, I know me. Yeah, <laughs> I know me. That's what those calls are. Do you know anybody, which is really,
4: can you please do this?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like my husband ended up doing what, pancakes for Breakfast with Santa one year. Oh, yeah. Do you
4: know anybody that can cook pancakes? Uh, yes, I'll do it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> kind of married to someone. I don't make the pancakes. My yeah. husband does and Yeah, he, uh, 7 to 11 a.m., never sat down, cooked yeah. pancakes for, uh, who, that was for Relay for Life,
4: huh? I don't know. Yeah,
1: I think yeah. it was. Somebody. It was yeah. Relay
3: for Life. Yeah.
1: So, really, what I've learned here is you're just a Galt promoter. You're oh, a big I'm fan I'm of Galt. <laughs> you love Galt so much, Trisha. And that's oh, awesome. Glad to hear that's that. awesome. You
3: know, I like good people, and I like good things. Yeah. And... I I do admit I am loyal and I am passionate about good things.
1: You just want people like me to stop making Galt jokes. Yes, oh. <laughs> that's, that's like no. Galt's a great town. Why are you? Why does everybody hate Galt? Perfect. Now it all makes sense. Now, well,
3: the next podcast, you and I will debate Galt. How about that?
1: I don't have any facts. Okay. it's just going to be okay. slander the I'll whole just time. Then I'll take you down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't, nothing. Like I don't know. <laughs> I know a little bit more now, though. There
3: you go. Oh, good. I'm glad so to know that. So that's perfect. It yeah, be, I'm glad uh, to hear
1: Response still open at this hour? No, they no. close pretty early. Of course it is. Right Small town, town street, living.
3: Street, right across the street is Los Compadres, and they have very good tacos. They're still open. Well, I was looking for cookies. Taco <laughs> <and> Brandon, Sorry, Safeway <laughs> sometimes carries them. They're not real consistent. That's not the same. Well, it's no, it's theirs cookies. Oh, okay. Spawn's yeah, cookies. actually oh, in that case, yeah. yeah, they're just not real consistent about it. I don't, I don't know what the deal is, but mm. they do. And you know, Spawn's gives a lot to. We do a lot with Project Love, which feeds the homeless in town. Spawn's gives a lot, a lot of baked goods to uh, Project Love, and uh, I think that's awesome She's about that. She's getting
2: there. notes from her speechwriter. Yeah, that's yes. not fair.
1: yep. Hey, <laughs> you know what? She's just a better <laughs> player than you are, Ed. Right? That's my daughter going <laughs> wants
3: you to all to know that LeVar Burton's from Galt. Lavar Burton is from yeah. Galt. Get he, out of here. He did live here for a couple of years. His Jordy father, is from Galt. Yeah. His father was uh, Reading Rainbow. in the military. And there was the where the, you used to park your car, where the state uh, Oh, the, the Correctional Officer Training Center. Okay, that yeah. used to be a, um, he was going to school to be a priest. Mm-hmm. It used to be a seminary. Oh, really? And Saint he lived Pius. there. St.
4: Pius? St. Pius.
3: Okay. Uh-huh. And then uh, she wants me to mention Stephanie Brown Traffin, the gold medalist oh. from Galt that got a gold the medal. discus. Oh, shot, shot put, sorry. Shot put. Shot yeah, put. we met her a few times and got her autograph. One's around, the other's flat.
4: It's close.
1: Right. Yeah.
3: Almost. Well, and they're playing around. They're kind around of
0: circular,
4: way. yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
3: Yeah, they both hurt if you get hit by one. <laughs> yeah. not, li- not like the
2: javelin.
4: Right.
3: <laughs> Ryan Matthews is from Galt, which I think he just got uh, picked up by Major League Baseball.
4: Ryan Matthews?
3: Yeah, so he's a baseball I think, player. Yeah. I th- he's a baseball pitcher. Oh, he's a pitcher. And okay. I, I think he's with Kelly's neighbor. I was oh. thinking
1: of the running back for the Chargers that didn't pan out. I'm like, mm, not the best. Uh, <laughs> but
3: who's the boy different. that went to school with our daughter? From
1: St. Mary's. Da- uh, oh,
3: Doug Martin. Doug, Doug Martin. Doug Martin. Is playing in the NFL. Oh, he's still he in great? Tampa Bay? Yeah. yeah, Tampa Bay. Is that what it yeah, is now? Tampa yeah. Bay, yeah. yeah. For now. He went to high school yeah. with our daughter. He's, I think, a year younger. Nice young man. I used to give them rides to the dances and that kind of thing. And Really, really nice young man.
1: See, that's you know what? As soon as he saw VAR Bird, I'm like, nobody can say a mean word about Gold oh. now. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah, the mind gave us Jordy LaForge and Reading Rainbow, you can't say a word. You I have nothing. Reading Rainbow, our
3: oldest daughter, our first crush.
1: Look, I think everybody here has had their mind changed about something today.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm pro Gold now. Super pro Gold. Glad to We're hear. you. are gonna it. come back and have some cookies. Um, so, where can people learn more about like how to uh, have these teaching moments? in a in a direct but not imposing way? It seems like something that you're pretty good at. If you,
3: uh, Well, I don't know. I, as, I mean, if you're on Facebook, there's a lot of community groups that have um, resources for parents that have, um, or anyone that's a caretaker of someone with special needs. Uh, I used to just join them all the time. Then I found out a lot of them were uh, pushing their thoughts on you. So you have to be careful. Just like anything. So, again, that's the beauty of Facebook. You just drop them and don't go part of of that group again. Uh, But uh, when I was talking about earlier about the campaign to spread the word to end the word, that's Special Olympics. And you can go to S-O-N-C, which is Special Olympics in Northern California, which is our area, of course. And they all have links towards that. And it's something that Timothy Shriver started himself. And, you know, his mother is Eunice Shriver, who started Special Olympics, and she's John Kennedy's sister. Right. So this really goes deep. Into that family, it's it's really an interesting and sad story all at the same time. Uh, they're
4: atoning for sins, I'll say it, you won't, <laughs> but I will. Political. Oh. They're Slam, atoning just, for sins. Just right the in. The old there. man was horrible. Right in there, Tim. <laughs> you,
3: you know it, 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 what happened what with, he did. with his daughter with special needs. Um, yeah, what was done, but at the same time, Rosemary, Rosemary Kennedy. Kennedy. That's you, right. Sweetheart. I was going to say Rose, but Rosemary. Uh, the thing is, it was it was more of the time. Kept isolated, uh, not educated, no time was spent, nothing was expected of value of life. So it was really a sign of the times. And I'd like to believe that Joe Kennedy, should he be that young father in today's age, that it would be a different story. Absolutely. And it's
1: nice to know that his family helped to make it so that that wouldn't keep... Happening. exactly
3: well and that's what his his daughter started special olympics because she always wanted her sister to be included and th- those are her words and so she created a place where she could be yeah. and uh i'm a special olympics coach my husband is our oldest daughter julie is our youngest daughter christina has been an athlete since she was young and uh, her best friend bradley since he was eight years old they have shoe boxes full of medals and most yeah. of them gold and uh, Kelly, our girlfriend that's here, is... Um, she's
4: also a coach, yeah.
3: She's a coach, head of the board. for. We have our own... Um, so, for example, if you were to donate, you could donate directly to our team. We have our own governing board for our team. And really, I mean, it's parents like us that keep it alive. You know, when uh, we got here, it was just track and field was going on at the time. We introduced soccer and we introduced basketball, which was wonderful because our oldest daughter played Basketball, Delta College, and played for Saint Mary's. So uh, it was a, our life was all this basketball.
4: Some of the most personally and uh, um, personally rewarding and fulfilling things I've ever done in my life were get involved with Special Olympics uh, athletes. It's, it's just uh, really an enriching experience for the people that get involved to help as well as the athletes. Yeah. and
1: always looking for volunteers.
3: Oh, absolutely. And it's, and you have, you can't just be out there to help. You have to file an application. You have to go through a course. We're just not looking for any Joe off the street to come and help. Exactly. It's not like that at all. It's taken very serious. It has to be. And most of our athletes are very competitive. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yes. We have to curb that as much as possible, just like with any team. (laughs) You know, you have your show boaters and so forth. (laughs) And then you have those that do better with the individual sport or those that do better with the team sport, you know, just like with any athlete. And it's, it's a great way to spend a weekend being at a tournament. It, um, good people. Good people that just want to be included and in nothing more. So yeah. anytime that we can help that cause, we're right there. Right there. Mm-hmm.
1: Trisha, Tim, Bowden, thank you so much for coming out and being a part of Barley Me. I really appreciate it. Thank You're him. welcome, Mr. Barley. Thank, <laughs> thank you for coming to Galt. Okay, sorry. And Ed, what about uh, the future for uh, River Rock Brewing? It's going to be right here. and That's 807 C Street that's in Galt. Excellent. And uh, opening to be determined?
2: Um, the plans are in the fire marshal's hands. As she always. We was supposed to sign them Monday, and the brew store was going to open. Uh, it is open. The city said go ahead and open, but we don't want to push the luck, so we're, we're just kind of keeping it low-key.
1: And then, uh, is phone do you have any questions? You can call Ed. Yeah.
2: At uh, a- 209-331-6071. That sounds yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. It's Again, before. That's somebody right. will answer that number. <laughs> Again, on my phone, it's star one. <laughs> if it's
4: not Ed's, then uh, ask them if they can look up the number for Ed's. There
3: you it's know. actually for River Rock Brewery. Yeah, I'm sorry. What that number I'm, is for. Yeah, River because Rock. River right right. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: So I can't, I can't wait for you guys to open and become another part of what galt is becoming and has been for years apparently so that's very exciting thank you so much for having us at i really appreciate it no
2: problem i i thank you for coming down yeah absolutely you guys for coming down
1: it's our pleasure so again that's ed mason from uh, river rock brewing and tim and trisha bowden on episode 26 of barley and me thank you so much for listening check back on the next episode this has been episode 26 have a good night